It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we gotta go to work. We gotta do the right offense. And it's Nerds talking now. It's Wayne Ryan here. There we go. We are going live here on Facebook as well. Live podcast here. It is Wayne Ryan. How you doing, everyone? Happy Saturday. Nice to have you here. Uh, Saturday, and it's time for the Week 14 preview. Ryan and I are going to look at all the games for Week 14. Can't believe it's already Week 14. Only four more weeks left in the regular season. Just life. Just life is just going too fast. It's it is. Even the, even the offseason. Actually, the offseason definitely does feel that it's slower than the regular season. It is. Oh, definitely. Because it's like... Because there's shit to do in the summer, right? Yeah. There's just nothing to do. Yeah, obviously with the XFL coming this year, uh, they've been rushed, releasing all of their uniforms and everything. Who knows? AB's been apologizing to enough people. Maybe he'll start playing. Oh, well. he would never. Uh, who knows? <coughs> who knows? Really. So we're gonna go through all the games. We'll also take a look at the. How about that uh, Thursday night game? Bear down. Bear down. Hey, I try. I believed in those bears. See, Mitch is coming on strong. See, this is also funny enough. This is like, the bears for some bears fans who don't like Trubisky. This is like their worst nightmare scenario. Yeah. Because it's coming on really strong. You know, they had a great game. Four touchdowns. Yeah. On the run, made plays with his feet. That's when he was good last year. He was, when never, yeah. he was using his feet. Move him out. Let him run. That touchdown run he had was great. Yeah. Um, you know, he just looked more confident. But Dallas, it's just, it's over. Dallas, the funny thing is, it's not. They're yeah. still going to win the division. They're, still, they're probably still, still going to win the division. You know what the worst part is? They're probably going to win a playoff game, right? They so are they're going to be, they're going to be seven and nine or eight. I think Carolina did it. Yeah. I uh, don't know how many years ago. Maybe about 10 years ago. They went 7-9 and nine and won the division. They and did. then I think they went on to win a playoff game. Like, see, it's just the insanity. Now, they do say that apparently Dak Prescott uh, injured both his hands in uh, in that game against He's the Bears. He's not going to be signing no checks, I'll won't, tell you that. Be. Hands uh, so the Bears are all over them. It looked really good. You know, Trubisky did look pretty good in the game. And uh, the fact is, as we talked about, he was running. And yeah, I don't man. know if Nagy told him don't run before that or what was going on. But he wasn't running. Now he's finally running. And he actually looked good. He didn't look like an inept well, loser. Well, it's, it's this trend, which I think is coming with Baltimore, which we'll talk about, is that it's stop trying to force quarterbacks to work into your system. Yeah. Build your system around your quarterback strengths, right? Because that's how you're going to win. How many times have, have players been like, oh, we're going to try and change this player and make him, like Cam Newton, like yeah. you're make Cam Newton a pocket passer. And they, he can't, he's just not his game. He's it's not. It's like, even though he's taking a lot of hits. And Baltimore's proved it right by saying, what does Lamar do? We'll make everything about getting the most out of Lamar. And it's worked perfectly. So that's what Nagy should be doing. And I hope that is what he's doing. It's just a shame it took him 14, 13 well, years it is. to take it. <laughs> there was four, four crappy games there in a row that really sucked. But now at seven and six, you sort of look and go, well, can we make a playoff push? Do we have the talent? Well, you got to run the table. Yeah, you got to run the table. And also having some and injuries, losing rope on, and, and uh, that, that didn't help. Because uh, you're still, even though you're seven and six, you're still two games out of, of the playoffs. Uh, I assume Bears got, probably have Minnesota, Minnesota ahead of left. Us. So yeah. yeah. That's right. What's getting, and Minnesota, we'll get into it. They've been playing some great football lately. What is getting really exciting is uh, NFL does a really good job at putting um, a lot of their best games around 14, 15, 16. Yeah. These next three weeks are just going to be battles. Yeah. Like, there's going to be, like, like uh, for example, Tennessee plays Houston twice. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to have New England plays Buffalo, which could be for first place. Like, literally, all these great games. It's going to be so much fun. The next so many good games. So let's, let's get, get into, into some of the games. Let's talk about Ryan's game first. We have the uh, Baltimore Ravens, 10-2. Facing the Buffalo Bills, nine and three. The Ravens are six point favorites in this with an over under of 43 and a half. Now, <clears throat> the weather, it is in Buffalo. It is not supposed to be very good this weekend. No, that's right. It's Buffalo weather. So, uh, it is warming up, but it's still, uh, still cold, could be snowing. 
Um, so uh, girls will be shoveling for chicken well, wings. This is what all the all the uh, the pundits, you know, when they talked about Josh Allen, the reason they said the Bills drafted Josh Allen is to have that big strong arm in December home games, mm-hmm. important December home games. Uh, this is a this is a really scary game for me because for lots so many reasons I can talk about this game for like an hour, but I uh, will keep it short. For scares me for a few reasons. Number one, it's the number it's the biggest Bills game they've had in about twenty years. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of good things going for them, which could help them. Number one, they've had 10 days to prepare for yeah. this from Thursday, which is really Thanksgiving, good. Thanksgiving. Having know, those yeah. extra three days to prepare for Lamar is a gift. So you might be able to do something like that. You have to be able to stop Lamar. You're not going to be able to completely stop him. You just got to hope. You got to kind of do what Sam Fran did. You Trying know? to limit him to Even 100 yards. Limit him to 150 yards. He's probably going to get 100 yards rushing. I don't think there's anything you can no. do much about that. Uh, but the good thing, the funny thing about this is the Bills have that answer who can also do that running damage. You yeah. know, when when they see their, their, their defense getting tired, I can't catch this bastard. And then the Bills do that right back to them with Josh Allen. So I really hope they let Josh Allen run a bit this game. Do do to them what no one has done to them. Let them feel a little taste of their Stick own Stick it medicine. back to them. Uh, yeah, you're going to have an interesting thing to see if Buffalo is able to stop this run, if they're going to have to do a funnel run stop. Uh, if Ingram is going to have one hell of a game in this one. Um, but this is going to be very... It, it could Singletary also, because Baltimore can, can also struggle to stop the run. They could Singletary have a big game? Yeah. Could Singletary could have a 100-yard rushing game as well. I think so, too, especially after, what, Mostert. To, to yeah, Mostert ripped like rip right through them. Almost 150 And he's a third week. stringer. And so, and Buffalo, again, they, the thing about Singletary, what makes him so... Um, so tough to tackle is he's so small he's 5'7 yeah 5'7 200 pounds so when he's like running between the tackles he's a little you can't ball. even see him yeah. probably some players are like where the hell is he when he gets low yeah if he gets low to the ground definitely to their advantage um it's gonna be really tough like i really think buffalo can win this yeah. i really believe it that they can do it that's good to have that faith but i'm gonna pick baltimore to win because they're just the better team right now lamar's yeah. unstoppable I think San Francisco really forced um, Baltimore to have a full four-quarter, be- just a beat up game. So they could be tired. That's what I mean. Yeah. This is, if there's ever a time to just go after them, they're at home. Everything's working to Buffalo's advantage. But I don't think they're going to do it. I'm going to say, I think they're going to cover the spread, though. And I'd say it's going to be Baltimore 24-20. And the main reason I'm saying this is because I'm usually wrong. Yeah. So this makes me even... And I have no problem cheering against myself. So I will This, this is going to be a hell of a game. <clears throat> and I'm glad it's not on Sky. Although the Sky game is going to be a good game. Uh, but this game is going to be a real fun game to watch. I will be watching this game, I think, as well. Uh, but I have Baltimore to win this one, but only by five points. Uh, so I actually insane. have Buffalo to cover the spread in this one. I have this one 26-21. But Buffalo can definitely Buffalo win this Buffalo could game. do some damage. They could. And, and, and as you said, you know, having Thanksgiving and having that extra three days, mm-hmm. and also not that emotional game that Baltimore just had to play against the 49ers. You know, Buffalo's beaten this Dallas team. They're on a high. And, the- and they've got to feel good about going into this, especially at home. Playing at home against Baltimore, yeah. the crowd will be in. And the it. thing that people like in Buffalo don't don't talk about Buffalo again is their defense and how good it is. Like look at San Buffalo's just as good as San Fran's D, just as good as Baltimore's D, just as good as New England's D. Really, if you think about it, they're all very close to each other. So if anyone with an extra three days who's been able to shut down Tom Brady, shut down every quarterback they face this year, I look forward to seeing what Sean McDermott can do. This is really gonna prove his kind of like credentials. And if Buffalo wins, they jump into the national conversation. Oh, yeah. So they, I'm up for that. They do. But uh, let's see tough. if this plucky team from it's Western New York tough. can do it. Let's move on to the next game. 
another division rivalry. Carolina Panthers visiting the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons, three-point favorites. You know, these guys faced each other a few weeks ago. Uh, 47 points is the over and under. Atlanta is an up and down. We don't know what's happening. Sometimes they can beat you, and other times they just get schooled. Yeah. You know, the offensive uh, injuries have hurt them in terms of the line. Matty Ice, is he still Matty Ice? And Matty Dry Ice. Julio, Julio Jones should be back in this one, but do they have a running game? Can they actually get this going, and can they stop a Carolina te uh, team, which obviously Allen is playing like garbage, but McCaffrey is carrying this team. Well, yeah, uh, it's it's almost like we've seen the end of uh, and, and Rivera's gone. So yeah. are they gonna are they actually gonna play up to themselves because Rivera's gone, or are they just basically required themselves Ooh. and go? You know what? It's done. Really? Yeah, that is a good question because again, I don't know what the player. Rob Rivera has been there since Everyone Cam Newton him. was been yeah. there. Like, he's been there. His you whole, see all the glowing there. profiles and so stuff people sent about. I don't. Him. I, yeah, again, I think this is just the Carolina owner who bought the team a couple of years ago because of their handies, little yeah. handsy owner, yeah. little creepy yeah. handsy. Yeah, owner. I'm a Panther too. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to my office. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think this is him wanting to put his stamp on his team, right? He's the owner. He wants to pick his own coach. He wants yeah. to pick his own GM, and he's got the perfect opportunity. So, so the. There's a couple questions. Is with this is actually a really good coaching job? I would take this job. Carolina, it's nice there. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got you got you got McCaffrey and you yeah. got Luke Keekley. You got those studs on both sides. Um, you can take Cam Newton, or you'll probably get a decent enough draft pick and get your future quarterback. Yeah. So you got there's a lot of options there. And Atlanta, if they don't win, we might see Dan Quinn get fired next yeah. week because. Right now, they had those good couple wins, and then they dropped back to earth and just stunk it up yeah. um, against the Saints. But again, again, at the beginning of the year, you would think week 14, Saints, uh, or sorry, Falcons, Panthers, this would be a great game. You would We'd think so, but the it. injuries have all been just it's decimating these teams. It's been really upsetting. I'm going to go with Atlanta to win. The fact that they're at home, uh, I'm going to take that. The fact that interim head coach... And Kyle Allen's your quarterback, and I'm just gonna go with the better offense. So Atlanta Falcons to win 27 to 20. 27 20. Uh, yeah, I mean, you look at Carolina last week, and they pull up a 14 point lead, and then just blow it. Exactly. Uh, and so you sort of have to wonder. It's like, where is your head at, and and what are you guys gonna do? You know, Atlanta at home, they haven't been playing that well at home, but I do like them in this situation. Julio Jones is supposed to be back this week, too. So if you if back you have full strength. if you have him and and Matt Ryan just tossing the ball up to him. Um, and get Freeman going, then you actually got a good team here. I have Atlanta to win this one 30 to 24. Mm. Take my picks close. on this one. Pretty close. I like the, uh, again, it's just one of those games. There's so many games now where when it gets this far into the season, you kind of know who they are. Yeah. So there's a couple of games I'm just staying completely away from. This is one of them because either one of these teams can win. I have yeah. zero idea. Well, let's get in so people know what we're talking about. We're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns in this one. Cleveland Browns, seven and a half. Point favorites in this one in the divisional Bengals, rivalry. Um, you know, Baker seems to be back after banging his head off a, a hand off a helmet. Um, and Andy Dalton is back. I mean, there's be, there's no A.J. Green, which would have been fun for this one. Uh, but Joe Mixon uh, can easily gash this team. Is Cleveland motivated? It's pretty much over yeah, for them. I feel like... After Helmet Gate and with the whole Freddie Kitchens, I mean, we talked about there's a lot of coaches have their head on the chopping yeah. block right now. Uh, Kitchens could obviously be one of them. Uh, oh, you know, Kitchens is definitely. I mean, he's definitely got that seat warm. Yeah, definitely. and and I'm sure Jason Garrett. This this game this game I, I so want to pick Cincinnati for the upset, you know, because it just makes complete sense. Yeah, the fact that everyone's that Kitchens lost the team, the fact that everyone's sulking, and how's Baker? But I feel like Baker's just too much of a competitor. Mm -hmm. 
to allow this to happen. He understands the narrative. And I don't think this game is going to make any difference if they win it uh, towards Freddie Kitchens. I yeah. don't think they're going to cover seven and a half. Um, I think Andy Dalton's the, the Dalton factor. Oh, yeah. Gonna Ginger this, Ninja. He's going to keep yeah. this close. You know, he's got he's got that little bit of confidence. He's played Cleveland before. He knows it again. Divisional rivalries are always yeah. tougher. Uh, always good. So I'm going to go with a very close game. Uh, 24-21 for Cleveland. 24-21 for Cleveland. But I feel like everyone just thinks this is going to be the upset game. So I've got it for 24-20 for Cincinnati. It makes complete sense. It It makes complete sense. Look, they're not going to be able to stop Joe Mixon. They've had injuries on this Cleveland team. Uh, Andy Dalton is fired up. If you look at the way he spread that ball around and the way that he's hitting Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd has been playing really well Well, for this team. Tyler Boyd has been great. uh, And with A.J. Green out, you know, Boyd is going to have, I think, a great game. It's, Can I just say, I, wait, I had drafted A.J. Green in, like, the seventh round, thinking I was just going to be this genius. Like, yeah. wait till playoff time, so I'm going to throw A.J. Green in there, take me right. Didn't even make the playoffs because I made stupid moves like drafting A.J. Green. All year, it's like, oh, yeah. four or five weeks. It's week 14, still nothing. Well, it's people, just, shut him down. It's yeah. like, stop doing got this rid of him. I got rid of him. Uh, I got rid of him like, week five. Assholes. Uh, but it's like Juju. I've held him to Juju on my team, but now he looked like he's going to be back this week, but will he be good? So let's move on to the next game. I so this game I've got Cincinnati no, winning this one, score? twenty-four to twenty for Cincinnati. Okay. okay. Uh, and I this is one of my I, I really believe in this pick. It's gonna be one pick. I'm actually gonna bet on. I think it's gonna be a good one. Let's move on to the next game. We've got the Washington Redskins. Who is this Washington Redskins team? Who is Dwayne yeah. Haskins, and and how can they score? Green Bay Packers, twelve and a half point favorites in this game. Forty-two points over under. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, they lost uh, humiliatingly to the 49ers. Then they come back. They beat and thump the New York Giants. And now you're playing this Washington team, know, 12 right? and a half points. Brave it's cut. like we want to know more about Green Bay. We keep getting these games that aren't going to tell us anything, no. right? Like, and I, the last, for like at least three weeks um, in the middle of the season, I won my bets on betting against Washington. Whatever the spread was against Washington, I'm going to yeah. the worst offense. So the last two weeks I've tried it and they've won Washington. So I'm stopping this trend stopping right now. Stopping the Washington trend. Stopping the Washington trend. Of because you know what? They're a plucky little team, you know? Yeah. The fact that they're in Green Bay, Haskins going on the road to the frozen tundra, yeah. I don't think he's ready for it. I think he's going to absolutely implode. I think like a fantasy play would be Green Bay's defense. Yeah. would be a good play in this. I just think Green Bay is a hard enough place to play in, especially in December yeah. when you're a rookie and you got no weapons. So I really I really want to take this 12 and a half, and I think I'm going to, I'm going to do it for the last time this year. Okay. I'm going against Washington for the last time just because I think the fact that Packers are at home, Rodgers plays really well at home. Yeah. I'm going to go Packers 35, uh, Washington 20. 35 to 20. <clears throat> I, you know, I got burned on a lot of these big, and I'm, I'll, I'll, when I always say to myself when I see a big spread like this, I'm always hesitant because I got burned last week on a lot of the big ones. 12 and a half points with the way that Washington is playing to me is just a bit too much. It's just, they do, they just strike and they hit you. And at the end of the game, they'll do these plays. Yeah, get garbage touch. You're always at risk for the garbage touch. And they play these and they will throw it. And when you take the, you take the hammer off and they'll just come back and hit you. So I am not, I think Washington can cover 12 and a half. I don't want to get burned at a 12 and a half. I've got this as a 10 point game. Yeah. So I've got this one Green Bay winning this one 30 to 20. But I'm not touching it. I'm not going to touch it. I'm There's not touching too much. it either. 12 and a half is just yeah. too much on that. On and that. I don't have enough confidence. This isn't the Aaron Rodgers of three or four years ago where he was putting no. up three, four touchdowns a game. You don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going yeah. to show up. You don't know if this is going to be an Aaron Jones game. So, yeah, again, this one, if it, if it was 10, I'd ten, probably ten, bet it. 10, I'd be on a push. But when you also start looking at inclement weather, when you start looking at the amount of missed field goals that we're seeing this season, yeah. in these frozen conditions, these field goals are doinking 
Well, it's only way off. Well, they're very funny. Yeah, now that, that the fact that you mentioned it, the the fact that the weather is going to get worse is just going to make it feel go kicking. If it could be more atrocious, yeah. it's going to be you're going to have guys like playing the wind, like and go kicking it to the oh, right yeah. and just curving just like video it in. games. Just but I, I, this is just twelve and a half points is too much for me. All right, let's move on to the next game. Uh, we've got uh, Denver Broncos, Houston Texans. Uh, Denver uh, is nine point underdogs in this one. Nine point favorites for the Houston Texans. After beating the Green, or sorry, New England Patriots last week, over under in this one is forty-two and a half points. This game kicks off at six p.m. Um, you know, this is a very difficult one. You've got Drew Locke, who played all right, Cortland Sutton, right. who's been who's, who's been, been ripping up, out. and Philip Lindsay, who's been playing some good football as well. But you know, you've got this Have Houston fun. team. Uh, you know, they've been able to stop the run. Um, is Von Miller going to be back yeah, in this one? Because that is, makes a big difference in these nine points. I agree. I think uh, I just read today, I think Von Miller is still questionable. That it doesn't look like he's going to play. Yeah. Um, which is really something interesting, which I read, which they said that J.J. Watt might be ready for the playoffs, yeah. which I found really interesting. I was like, okay, that he's would be really himself. fun. Because oh, be, yeah. I love J.J. Watt, and I think J.J. Watt deserves a chance to make a run. Um, but I am going to say, I think this is because Von Miller is out, I think... Uh, Drew Locke had a nice start playing at home. He was comfortable playing yeah. at home in front of a home crowd. That was good. This is another monster. You're going to a, going up against Sean Watson, yeah. like, who's a, for real, like one of the best players in the NFL. You're going on the road. Houston's feeling themselves after beating New England. I really like this. Uh, I think Denver's got a good D, but again, Buffalo beat them 20-3. to Like yeah. I feel like Deshaun Watson can beat them handily by more than 10. So I'm going to say 31-17. Uh, uh, to 17. 31-17. See, I, I'm sort of in the other volition of this one. I think Houston has just played some really emotional games that have really drained them. This isn't a big deal, this game. So, you know what? You can lay a beat down and then just take your foot off the gas on this one. I, I think that's what they're going to do, allowing Denver to come back with some, you know, easier touchdowns in the end. But I don't have it a nine-point. I've got this a seven-point game. I've got Houston winning this one 24-17. Um, I think Denver can Again, stand it. It's one I don't want to touch. It's, there, it just feels like uh, nine points, if it was like yeah. seven, I'd feel really almost good. But well, that's what I've got it at seven, seven points. So, ten, so yeah. uh, nine points is just too much, and so I'm going to take Denver to cover this one. Move on to the next game: Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Matt Stafford, back, back, back it up. His back is is it hurt. Is not. Just shut him down um, for the season. And like, then, so you know what I mean? Like Detroit. David Blow, David Blau, David Blowski, Blowski. Hey, um, he had a great. For, and hey, then I, either laugh. I mean, it's really good. I think Detroit has had a lot of bad luck. Like, look at their team; they've been decimated. Like, they got yeah. Bo Scarborough, like their fourth running back coming on. You know, Blau. There was yeah. it their third. Is yeah, he, third is he the backup? He's the third string. Who was their backup? Uh, Driscoll. That's right. So yeah, Jeff so, Driscoll. so you got to feel bad for Detroit. You know, they're taking a lot of hits, and this yeah. is just not. But just shut down Stafford. There's no point in putting him back in. Um, but but David Blau looked really good. His first two drives. Well, he chucked it. I mean, he game. just chucked it on the and Bears. And I think I'm going to say that I think Detroit's going to cover. I still think Minnesota's going to win. Yeah. Um, I thought, I think a shoulder injury for Dalvin Cook is, is something that I'd be worried about because yeah. running backs, the shoulder, they got to get, they got to put their shoulders into people all the time. So yeah. I'm really worried a bit about that. Uh, again, you don't have Adam Thielen. The, and I'm going to go with the extra three days. Yeah. The extra three days to me is the reason I think this game's going to be a seven point win. Yeah. Um, I think you just have. I think Matt Patricia is smart enough to be able to figure it out, be able to do this, to take that to his advantage. Minnesota's got injuries. Even though it's in Minnesota, they're both dome teams. So yeah. it's not really a massive advantage in that way. So I'm going to go with Minnesota to win 28-24. Uh, uh, 28-24. 
Oh God, I'm on the fence in this one. You know, this is really taking me because this is a 13 point. And again, I, as I mentioned earlier, I don't like to take no, these. No, see, I, I think Detroit's a good points. bet. And I think Detroit is a good bet, unfortunately. And I start looking at the injuries and you start going, okay, Stefan Diggs, Dalvin Cook, which they're saying exactly. he's not listed. Uh, Adam Thielen, is this something they can come back? But then to me, there's that other factor, which is Minnesota has to win. They have to win yeah. these games and they got to win big. And Kirk Cousins... Shines in these games. It's not a big yeah, pressure so it's game. It's a one o'clock game. It's at uh, home. It's one o'clock. It's easy for him. And so right now, I actually have. I've taken it. I've got them at fourteen points. I really think I've got it right now, thirty-four to twenty. I oh. think Minnesota can do it. And I hate betting on these, but it's one of these where, you know, Detroit is going to play this messed up kind of thing. But unlike the Bears. The Minnesota can really fire and hit you. To be fair, there's a lot of really tough games this week. I there's don't a, feel good so I've about had, any of these games. I like Minnesota to actually cover this one. But, you know, it's going to be a game-time decision. Watch on Twitter. Watch on Facebook. I might change my mind on this one once I look at the injury report. And obviously the weather report doesn't matter because you're in a dome-dome. Yeah. All right, here we go to the next big game. It is on Sky. It is the big NFC contest. San Francisco 49ers visiting the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans also Ooh. been benefited from having that extra time off of Thanksgiving. Saints are favored by two and a half points in this one with an over-under of 44 ah, points. This is taking hard. place in New Orleans at the Superdome at 6 p.m., 1 p.m. Eastern Standard this Time. This is the toughest game of the year, I think. It is very tough I, I have no idea who can win this because you have... Drew Brees at home is always better, but you have Drew Brees going against that pass rush, which mm-hmm. is insane. That pass rush. Alvin Kamara hasn't been the same, but Michael no. Thomas has been lights out. Maybe having the best... Uh, and if, Everything since he Calvin Johnson's 2,000-yard yeah. season, we're seeing the best season ever by a wide receiver. Um, Jimmy G looks good. That running game looks great in San Francisco. You know what? I'm going to go with San Francisco to win this. I Just Ooh. something about the Saints that even though I feel like traditionally I'd always pick the Saints to win this at home, Drew Brees just doesn't – he's not – He's just been quiet this year. Like, yeah. You're not hearing much about Drew Brees. In the same way, like Tom Brady's been... Was he injured? Been, you, you don't wonder, it, yeah. He's still producing, but he's not taking over games. He's not just walking up and down the field. Yeah. Like, he's, he's very... It's, it's been a lot more difficult. And I think that San Fran defense, just that San Fran pass rush, is going to give Drew Brees a lot of problems. And Nick Bosa's coming at... Like that, Nick Bosa's been awesome this year uh, as Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's got to be Defensive Rookie of the Year. So I'm going to go with San Fran. I think it's actually going to be quite a low score. Not a high shooting game. So I'm going to say 24 uh, to 21. 24-21. I mean, yes, this is Fran. a defensive team. Yeah, I've got to go with the team that's had the extra three days in this one. See, and I'm going against that theory, too. And so my whole thing is the Saints are at home. You know, the 49ers have had a couple of big emotional wins but for losses, uh, especially the last time. But what they have given away are the cards. And New Orleans Saints has seen how to beat them. Now, obviously, they don't have the same kind of quarterback in, um, in Lamar Jackson. But what they do is have Taysom Hill. And what I did like is the way they were able to mix it around. I think New Orleans has to get tricky Taysom with it. Taysom Hill's like the Cordell Stewart of he is, today. Who was great in the Bears game. But no, uh, oh no, no, not Cord- Cordell, Cordell Patterson. Sorry, you're using Cordell Patterson. <laughs> what, I, what I'm thinking for so this game though Cordell? is if you use Taysom Hill right, and Alvin Kamara can have a good game in this one. We just got to keep pounding, keep pounding. But I got New Orleans to win this one, 31 Very excited for it. Gonna be a very good game. All right, so we move on to the next game, yes. another 6 p.m. game. Fire. Miami Dolphins, New York Jets. Uh, so can I say the Jets have no reason being a 5.5. Favorite over anybody, as far as I'm concerned. The Jets, yeah. like, what are you talking about? Look at how good Fitzpatrick's been playing. The, the, I, I just can't wait to see who Fitzpatrick plays for next year. Right? Yeah. Because he's going to be gone, because you know Miami's going to draft like. Uh, They're going to draft coach. somebody. And yeah. Fitz is like, you know what? This, yeah. this, this cowboy just 
grabs his old uh, stick and uh, bandana yeah. just walks just down the, the street to the, the new tracks. team. Exactly. He and could I can't be a wait. Cowboy. He will yeah. definitely be the starting quarterback of some team. And he's playing awesome. Yeah. And I think Devontae Parker has had a, a renaissance of his career. I think from a fantasy perspective, like every year you would kind of talk yourself into Devontae Parker. He's going to finally, you know, he's a first round pick, I think in 2015 or 2014. And every year we've been waiting for Devontae Parker to show up. And he's been absolutely dynamite these last like four or five weeks. Had like two touchdowns last week. Um, I I really want to pick the Dolphins. But I think the fact that the Jets just got embarrassed by Cincinnati, the fact that they're at home and they know that if they lose to Miami twice... And they do it a second time at home. Yeah. They're going to get murdered oh, yeah. walking out of that stadium. So yeah. I'm going to go with the Jets, but I'm going to pick Miami to cover because I like picking Miami to cover. Uh, very close game, 23-20. 23-20. Yeah, I mean, look, Fitzmagic has been playing. Fitz, run, just grab a beer out of the fridge for that one while we get into this. Fitzmagic has been playing very magical. And you know what? Even as a Bears fan, I would say uh, he'd be a great backup for us uh, next year. You know, keep no, Fitz is no backup. He's right? a backup. He's Fitz, a backup. Backup Mitch. Fitz and then when, when he sit on the bench. off, we bring him in. He does his thing. No, uh, but I think that's why. No, it's just a week. I could talk about Fitz forever. But I think that's the, when they talk about Fitz in Harvard, right? The yeah. fact that he's always strategically able to pick the team where he knows he's going to start yeah. is what makes him so smart. He's very smart. Makes him wicked smart. But he can he can hit the deep ball. This is what I, I see this as the deep ball game. These guys can full stop the run, but the deep ball is going to be a, a pressure uh, problem. You know, Jamison Crowder uh, and Robbie Anderson are both speedsters. And if Sam Darnold can light them up, and it's the same thing that's going to happen with Miami. I think it's a deep ball back and forth. But I have Miami covering this one. I have it near Jets winning this one, yeah, 27 to 24. I'm telling you, man, it will be like an absolute riots in the streets. Oh, if yeah. they lose twice to Miami. Well, the Jets. imagine if they got. Especially in the year where like Darnold's supposed to take the next step. And uh, But there's a, I could also see this going the other way where the Dolphins just spank them. Yeah. You know, it's just like 30 to 3, and you're like, oh my they're God. Better coach, they're better coach. Yeah. Brian Flores is a better coach. He's got his team believing in him. A yeah. team that the ownership has given up on. Yeah. Brian Flores is able to bring these, you know, guys who have no reason to be playing as well as they are. And give it up for Miami. Yeah, look, Miami deserves But that's what makes it dangerous credit. now, because Brian Flores will just do these trick plays. He'll do it. He's like, yeah, we're yes. losing. We got it. And and so that's what you want to see at this point in the year. And this that trick play was 14. the best trick play it was probably yeah. i think that's what the colts were trying to do a couple of years ago yeah. remember that one that they yeah. did against the patriots but then they just hung it and got, got sacked and got then you're like destroyed on that one but i think that's the play speaking of the colts let's talk about the uh indianapolis yeah. colts uh, they were playing the tampa beer uh, tampa beer buccaneers yeah. beer drinking uh tampa bay buccaneers who is this james winston and what have you done chris godwin uh, and Mike Evans, uh, you're looking at uh, guys that are able to catch these deep balls. The, I'll tell you what, the worst thing about the Chris Evans, Mike, or sorry, Godwin Evans thing is, is fantasy-wise, they don't both have great games. No. It's always one has three yeah. touchdowns, the other does nothing. Yeah. One has two touchdowns, one has 50 yards, one has 200 yards. Yeah. And it's really frustrating. It's very frustrating. If you're so it's like, down. you're always just like, oh, please let this be the week. Even in daily fantasy, I, I'm almost stopped... Because every time I've taken Mike Evans in daily fantasy, he's done nothing. And then I take Godwin, and yeah. Mike Evans, like, I'm just stop picking between the two because I can't do it. It's I'm just, just trying to find value. We will be doing a uh, I will be doing a DraftKings pick uh, later video. Yes. Ryan will also do some we'll DraftKings picks draft as well. Kings. I love that. Uh, we've got the DraftKings League going as well, so make sure you join us. And we've got some new offers that are coming up as well. Uh, look, these Colts team, 
Who the hell are they? The, the running game, look, the one thing the Buccaneers really do well is stop the run. Yeah. They have been amazing at stopping the run. Their defense, you know. Uh, That's what I mean. They have all the pieces. They the have Bucks. so many pieces. It but just there's doesn't like that make puzzle sense. just doesn't always I think Bruce Arians just needs that, you know. Um, Brazilians just needs one more year, but that's again like we talked about the other on the podcast last time. What do you do with Jameis? I think this is another big opportunity for Jameis, but it's it's a bigger game for Indy. I think Indy knows if they lose this, they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, and I think they're pretty much considered almost out of the playoffs now. I don't, what pretty is their much. record? Their record is six and six, and Tampa Bay five and so six seven. and six. Indy loses this, they're out. Yeah, so well, Tampa Bay is already pretty yeah. much out. So I'm gonna go with the Colts only purely on desperation. I think I don't know if they can keep up. With the Bucks, but I know they're, they're, they got a better defense, and they can stop it, and they're just desperate, and they have to win. But I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I, I think it's going to be 27-24 uh, for the Colts. 27-24 for Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I've got this one. Tampa Bay, they're just rolling on fire, man. And I, I think... They are, but... I think, I think Indianapolis good... feels it's over. I, I really do. I, I think they, you know, they've, they've lost so many things... You know, having to be fair, this was a team last year that was one in five and came back to finish ten and six. So yeah. they've been in this spot before where they've been a bit down. And Frank Reich's a great coach, so maybe it's the Bills fan in me that's putting I my think, faith well, in Frank I don't, Reich. Maybe because I've got my cousins are going to this game because they live in Tampa. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that shouldn't be a reason. It is pick, a reason. To no, they're going to send Tampa me pictures. Bay. Yeah. No, uh, I think Tampa Bay at home is going to. You know, they're starting to feel this. They're starting to feel like, what the hell is this? It's like a. A lottery ticket, you don't know how much you won. It's like, what do we got going on here? <coughs> Again, it's a game I want no part of that. No, game. I don't want Again, to. I could see either team winning. But I have this a high-scoring game, but I have Tampa Bay winning this one 34-28 in uh, a big-scoring game. Well, now we move to our late games. It is the 9 p.m. games. We only have four of these 9 p.m. games. It's always a good thing. If you want to watch Sky and that Sky game you can't watch, you just watch it on Red Zone because you're pretty much going to get to get it. Uh, this game is definitely not even one I want to watch yeah. in red zone. L.A. Chargers versus Jacksonville Jaguars in Florida. Uh, L.A. Chargers are three-point favorites Again, in this one. This is a game I don't want to touch. Points. I, every part of me says this has got to be the Chargers to do this, right? Jacksonville's yeah. reeling. But I have no idea what's happened to the Chargers. Like, Where's the motivation? Where, where do you what guys is, feel? What yeah. has happened to Phillip Rivers? He's like fallen off a cliff completely. He was he was good last year. They were 12-4. and four, yeah. And they're completely lost. Like They they find yeah. they're just doing that thing where Chargers find a way to blow games. But I have zero faith in Jacksonville. This is a team that knows their coach is getting fired. They they don't know what they're doing yeah. at quarterback with Minshew and Foles because they got they paid Foles all this money and now they're going to Minshew. It's just it's a complete disaster. Like I'm gonna take the Chargers just because I'm gonna go with who's got better players. The Chargers across the board have better yeah. players. They should absolutely take care of business, and and they'll do that thing where they'll probably ring off like five straight wins to finish nine and seven for no <laughs> for no reason. So yeah. I'm gonna go the Chargers to win this. Uh, I say it's gonna be. Uh, 24 to 13. I actually don't think... I have no faith in the Jags. I, you know, I don't have any faith in this, but what I do have a faith in is party! And I think this is a big party for Jacksonville at this point. Look, it's going to be Minshew Mania again. People are going to wear their mustaches. It's a fun stadium. Uh, and the Chargers... I don't think... I, I don't know what the motivation is in Chargers uh, locker room because it, it just feels like they've just given up. It feels like Phillip Rivers has given up. It's like... You know when your eighth kid is just banging you on the head with a box and you're just done. So why did I'm I? Tap, why did I have another I'm one? I'm tapping out. That's what he's thinking about this year. And that's what they feel year. like they're tapping out. So I, I just, I just don't see the motivation here. I think Fournette could have a hell of a game in this one. Uh, you know the Chargers are not stopping the run very well. So if Fournette just gets going. They're just gashing. Just keep giving it off to him. Uh, some yeah. of the wide receivers, including Chalk, are playing all right. So I've got Jacksonville Jaguars to win this one, 21-17. Again, I don't want anything to do with this game. 
Uh, here's another game. This that, game I'm excited about. I think Pittsburgh, it's going to be a great Steelers, game. Arizona Cardinals. Steelers favored by two and a half. They're visiting Arizona. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray, uh, Baby Yoda, has not been seeing over the line. And now you've got... Is that got, his nickname? That would be a great nickname. I think people are just calling... I think that is tiny. a fantastic... It's, Baby Yoda, yeah. It's insulting yet complimentary. It is. So the it's, Mandalorian, it's, Baby Yoda. It's very nice. It's but very so nice. Baby Yoda... Um, there is no try. Just do. No, he uh, doesn't speak. Right? But he will. If you squeeze him hard enough, he speaks. Yeah. Um, but you've got this game where you've got Juju probably coming back. James Conner. There oh, uh, could be on yeah, the edge. Yeah, We're not sure. But you've got some guys returning. And uh, Duck Hodges, who Ryan and I also said, sounds like a guy from Mad Men. Uh, or a, a, a advertising executive from the 50s. Or like a private eye from yeah. the old... Uh, Duck would, Hodges. I hired private eye Duck Hodges. Or, or a guy I who... I will find out who your wife is fucking. A guy who... <laughs> uh, a guy who... Who is like uh, one of those conscientious objectors in the war. Yeah. I, I'm Duck Hodges. I, I don't want to fight. I just want to duck. Uh, so Pittsburgh Steelers, Arizona Cardinals. Steelers favored by two and a half in this one. Arizona... Uh, I thought a few times that they would be able to cover the spread, but I don't know in this one. Um... This is an interesting game <clears throat> with Arizona. Um, you know, with Juju coming back, how is he going to play? He's going to be motivated. And also, Arizona, it's falling apart quicker than the border uh, around them. Um, yeah, it's really it's really gone off the rails a little bit, especially that beatdown they took last week. Yeah. Um, but again, I think they're playing a Pittsburgh team who, yes, Pittsburgh's won some games, but they haven't, they're, they're not putting up a lot of points. Pittsburgh's winning by 20 to 17. They've yeah. hard fought because they have such a great defense. Defense has been TJ really Watt's yeah. been great. Um, but I think I actually I really want to pick Arizona to win this. I think they can pull off the upset. I think that the fact that they're at home and Kyler Murray can actually move the ball. So I'm gonna go with the upset. I think Pittsburgh. Okay. It's been nice seven and five, but I think they're due. And I I don't really believe in Duck Hodges like okay. everyone else. He's got a funny name, but that's funny about name, it. Exactly. And but I think it's gonna be very close. I'm gonna say uh, 2017 for the the Cardinals. I have it 21 to 17, but I have that for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, look, they haven't been putting up a lot of points. But in this game, I think they're going to. The motivation is there. Uh, they're playing in a warm-weather crowd. Arizona just, they don't seem to really care anymore. Um, and it's going to be a good matchup if, if it's going to be Patrick Peterson versus Juju. That'll be an interesting matchup. But they, they've they got too many guys they can spread the ball around now. And I think Duck Hodges had enough time to play with these guys. Now he's got the confidence. I think he can easily beat them. 21-17, Pittsburgh. Ah, uh, there's a big game. This Ooh, is a sky game. Kansas City Chiefs. New what England we've all been Patriots. waiting for. It is. Patriots are favored by three points in this one. Over, under in this one, 49 points. Vegas is saying points of plenty in this one. It is in Foxborough, uh, which will be cold. Uh, and it's going to be a nighttime, well, for us, 4 o'clock. So the sun will be down. So it'll be dark, cold. Well, it's always dark and cold in New England because it's... It is. Uh, it's chatter season. It's, evil, it's chatter. It's an evil place. But... This is going to be an absolutely fantastic game. I'm so torn on what I do. I feel like it's it's just it's it's easy to pick Kansas City. This is a revenge game from last year, yeah. losing that that battle. Tom Brady looks lost out there. Not lost. So Tom Brady's still playing well. He's received, He has nobody to throw to. Yeah. Um. He's got absolutely no weapons. Um. And and there's that added pressure, which I don't think New England's felt in a long time. But. They're still New England. They still, after suffering a loss like this, they always bounce back. I really find it hard. The fact that especially New England at home in December is literally yeah. almost impossible to win in. Yeah. So, even though I want Chiefs to win, I'm going to say the Patriots are going to win just because I'm going with Belichick at home. The get-right game. I'm going to say 27-24, Patriots. 
Uh, but push. Ryan calls a push. I'm calling a push. I am also calling for a Patriots victory. Look, this is a game they're looking for. You know, they've had enough time. I'm, just, this is I'm not betting against game. them. I'm not betting against and, them. And this is the game that their defense, you know, their defense was shown up last week against Lamar Jackson. But this is a different defense uh, and a different offense that they're with, facing with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're going to be very motivated in this one. They're going to shut down. They're going to shut down the run. They're going to chase after... Um, after Deshaun Watson, uh, no, sorry, Mahomes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mahomes, they're going to chase after Mahomes, but uh, you know, you know, Patriots, Brady can get the job done as much as he needs to get done, and I think Sony Michelle, if they use him right, Sony Michelle, they've not used their running game, and this is a team, the Kansas City Chiefs, they cannot deal with a good running game if you got them and continually yeah. got them up the middle, you throw the ball around. And that's what you're going to do. And if the Patriots lose this, like, all week, everyone's just going to be talking. This is going to be yeah, a question. The Bills, and if the Bills beat Baltimore, they're literally tied yeah. going into the last three games. And who in a million years would have predicted the Bills would have been tied with tied. the Patriots no, going no. into week 15? Like, what, no what one is would, going on? Just the Bills fan. The empire is crumbling. I have the uh, the Patriots win this one 30-24, to 24, six points. Uh, all right, we move into the Tennessee-Oakland game. This is going to be a very interesting game. game as well. Some great 9 o'clock games. Ten, yeah, very good 9 o'clock games. I will be watching on Red Zone. Tennessee Titans, three-point favorites in this one against the struggling Oakland Raiders. Oakland seem to have a lot of stuff going on, but now they don't. 47 points is the over-under. This game kicks off at 925. You can watch it on Red Zone or on Reddit or on Facebook, eh, however you watch it in the UK. Yeah. Uh, but this game, look... Uh, John Gruden has got to be very uh, motivated and upset. Oh, he's, he's finally at furious. home. Furious is a good word. And, uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill looks good, but he also has a great offensive line and good running backs. Yeah, of course. And when you shut down the running backs, like Oakland has been able to do, then wow. he relies on the quarterback. Oakland's, Oakland's, listen, man, I'm dying. I, I, I thought Oakland was a really interesting story. They were 6-4 and four at one point. But the last two weeks, they got humiliated by the Jets and looked even worse against they were, it was over within like 10 minutes in Kansas City. Again, I, I think the fact that they're home, I think you're facing maybe one of the hottest teams in the NFL in Tennessee. Who's really feeling themselves. Tannehill's yeah. got a good thing going. Derrick Henry's looking good. This is not a strong Oakland defense. And I think they're reeling. And I think this is kind of what everyone kind of expected with Oakland. Like everyone's kind of figured them out and been able to just deal with John Gruden. So yeah. I'm going with Tennessee to win this. They're the hotter team. They're the better team. Uh, I say it's going to be 24 to 14. 24 to 14. I have an upset in this one. I think Ooh. Oakland's actually going to win this game. I Oakland, you know, they've Josh Jacobs. I hope so because they need to. They, they those need last to two games have been in embarrassment. And they've showed themselves to actually play some good games. But when you actually get blown up by the Jets, there's got to be that moment where John Gruden is taking these guys aside. Look, guys, we're building all this momentum and now we're losing it. I think there's a bit of arrogance going across in the Tennessee team. They probably looked ahead and above this team, thinking how well they're doing. Um, but you know what? This is going to be a game where Tennessee's been high-flying, but they can be exposed. And also this defense and this pass rush really is going to shake up Tannehill. I think he can make some mistakes in this one. This is going to be one where I can see the defense in Oakland actually stepping up. Derrick Henry is going to run into a lot of opposition, but Josh Jacobs actually could have a good game in this one. So I have this one. Oakland 24, Tennessee 21. Ooh. We go to our final game. Uh, oh, no. We've got, we've got two more. Oh, we games. got a stinker on Seattle Monday Seahawks, uh, late game, 1.20 a.m. against the L.A. Rams. This kicks off at 1.20. It's a pick em right now, uh, which means um, there's some choices, but it's an equal pick right now, Seattle and L.A. Rams. 47 points over under. Um, you know, the Rams, uh, they're not the dream team that they were last year. Uh, and the Seahawks continue to fire. There are some questions on uh, health and who's going to be in this one, which is why the pick them. Um, 
But uh, this is going to be an interesting game. Can the, Seahawks, game. can the Seahawks continue to tramp on? This game will be on at 1.20 a.m. in the U.K. I'll be in bed. <clears throat> It's, it's actually going to be a really exciting game. I think the Rams had that game last week. We're like, where have you been all year? Yeah. That was the Rams that we saw last year. Goff looked incredible. Uh, Gurley was running well. But again, Gurley still hasn't had a 100-yard game. Seahawks are interesting because it's, they still have that Carson, but Rashad Penny's playing a yeah. lot better. So they have that real one-two punch going on. Uh, they're feeling themselves. They, you know, they're just passing it better. They got, you know, DK Metcalf's been a great pick, yeah. like a great signing. Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson. Again, they're a bit injured on defense with Clowney. He's going to be out probably again. Apparently from giving STDs. Even though Clowney, like, he's been good, but he's, again, still like Clowney. Like, do you want to give him $20 million a year? I don't know if you do. But I'm going to go with the Seahawks in this one. I just think they're in first place. They know they need to win this. Uh, the Rams have been playing better, but I'm going with Russ. Yeah. I've spent all my faith in Russ. I love Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm going to go. It's going to be a big shootout, 35-31. to 35-31. I got this a four-point game as well, 28-24. For the Seahawks, and yes, Jadavion Clowney is in the news because apparently some Instagram model says she gave him multiple, or he gave her multiple STDs. Oh. Woo! So I wonder he's not getting some of these stats. Yeah, he's, he's getting riddled. in the sack. Just yeah, exactly. riddled. Just got that gonorrhea all up in that joint. Well, um, but yeah. I don't know if it's gonorrhea. Um, but I just like to say it because it rhymes with a lot of things. <laughs> San Francisco, or sorry, yeah, Seattle, I think it's just going to be too much in this game. Rams uh, are not, they should be able to put up, the defense should be able to do something. But at the end of the end of this, Seattle's going to win in this one 28-24. Final game. Oh, this is a turd burger. Yeah, it's the it's the Eli Manning retirement. Eli tour. Manning retirement party. Uh, yeah, everyone come out to Philadelphia. Bring your batteries. Make sure you wrap them in foil so you can hit them in the head nicely. Uh, this one, the <laughs> Eagles are favored by nine points in this one. The forty six and again, over Eagles under. have no right to be nine, point nine points against anybody. This yeah. is an absolute disgrace, especially with Eli Manning coming in, who's yeah. actually probably going to make the offense pick up a bit, like the way Daniel Jones did. Yeah. It's a bit of that fresh blood coming in. I actually think the Giants are going to keep this really close. I could even see. I really, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say, I'm yeah. going to go with the Giants upset nice. on this one. Uh, I have zero faith in the Eagles. They have absolutely no identity. Um, I think it's going to be hilarious to watch Eli come in and beat them. So 20 to 17, no, 20 to 14, New Giants. Giants. Uh, look, I, I, I think nine points. Giving Philadelphia nine no. points is ridiculous. Absolutely but not. I still think they're going to win this one. Um, hey, listen, Eli's got weapons. Tate. <laughs> He's never really played with Tate. Yeah. Tate, Slayton. Shepard, Ingram. He could, uh, you know, he could, he could, he could have all this pent up aggression that he could lead out. But I think, you know, his the Philadelphia is not done. Philadelphia knows there's still a chance for them here, uh, and they're going to have to put everything together in this game. They're going to have to use everything, and Wentz is going to stop looking like a dick nose. So I have the Eagles to win in this one, twenty six to twenty. Uh, so if you want to uh, join in with us, we got our new account with Bet Regal. Put in ten, get ten back, Ooh. and then also we got the DraftKings contest going up this week. Fanatics NFL London 10. Get 10% off your order. Why don't you join us at the Princess Alex? That's in Crouch End. They show all the games till 1 a.m. It's Wade and Ryan. That is it for this podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week. And also we'll be doing tips and hits leading up to the games tomorrow. So if you have any betting tips, find us on Twitter and on Facebook. And we'll give you those as well. Folks, thanks for listening. And have a good weekend.